Hey! This is How to Japan. And tonight we are talking about shopping. Were you yawning? No, it's the crowd cheering. <laughs> I thought you were yawning. Yawning? It's just the you beginning. You fucking topic. <laughs> That's yawning. What are you talking about, man? Are you yawning? <laughs> That's the sound of the crowd Oh, fuck it. No, not shopping. Jesus Christ. No, man. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> we're covering uh, shopping. Yeah, shopping. And... You chose this topic because uh, I'm sure you have a lot to say about this subject. But before uh, you unleash yourself uh-huh. upon the listener, yeah, uh, I want to ask you. Go ahead, please. Tell me, ask me a question. I want to answer your questions. You obviously like shopping. I do. Because you chose the topic. Well, wait a second. We agreed. It th- we agreed about this together. It's not all all on me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, you chose this topic. I'm putting the onus. I'm putting the onus on this you. Topic. <laughs> you better have something to say no, about no. this too. <laughs> I do. Okay, I do. Okay. But I, I want to ask you. Okay. Uh-huh. When you when you came up with this topic, just to give some listeners some uh, background, when we choose a topic, I like to write. I like to write about topics. Mm-hmm. I like to give myself some. Uh, breathing room mm-hmm. so that it's not a an ordeal uh-huh. to listen to right where where it sounds like we're just winging it even though it does sound like we're winging it mm-hmm. <laughs> i want you to be aware <laughs> of the fact that i do i do actually have uh, uh some writing to fall back on right uh but with uh shopping mm-hmm. i always had a stereotypical image of shopping okay. it's like women like my mother or like it was a, always, always a female pursuit when mm-hmm. I was growing up. That's what I, what it felt like at the time. Mm-hmm. So maybe you need to pro- properly distinguish the terms, define the terminology of shopping. Okay. Um, and to you, you chose this topic because you obviously like shopping. But what is shopping to you and why do you like it? <laughs> well, uh I feel like I'm in an interview a univer- at a university to enter a certain program major. Why do PhD you PhD course <laughs> on PhD shopping. shopping? I want I want your thesis. <laughs> you want to write a thesis? Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that firstly, that if you were to ask my wife whether or not I like shopping, she would say no. He does not like shopping. But I do like shopping for certain things. Now I digress. That's a digression. You ask me. How should I define shopping? And I will define... Well, I asked you, yeah, yeah. about shopping. Yeah, yeah. So you obviously like shopping. Yeah. So yeah, so I also, before that, yeah. I talked about defining the yeah, terminology. Yeah, you want me to define it. Okay, shopping is the act of purchasing something with money. Yeah. Is there any other way to, is, there any, is there something else you wanted me to say about it? Oh, wait, I'm, no, I'm entering no, a PhD Listen. program on shopping, so sorry. Maybe a Kierkegaard said... Eh, wrong answer. <laughs> That's not the answer I was looking for. Okay. Thank you for your time. Yeah, so, oh, darn it. I was really had my heart set on this program. But what did Foucault say? No. 
Well, no, you didn't answer my other question. Like, why? Uh, like, uh, like, why? Why? Why as well? Why do I like shopping? So, so give. So, okay, uh, before that, you're yeah. right. Let's define the term. Mm-hmm. So, you you defined it as just buying stuff. Yeah. Well, well, wait a second. I used much more high highfalutin words than that. I, I, <laughs> I said, I said, the act of purchasing stuff. Okay. Okay. Yes. But even the act of purchasing stuff. Mm-hmm. Can, you can also delineate between the act of going out to a department store, uh-huh. going in and out of a variety of stores, right. and browsing. Right, browsing. Without yes. any real end goal, when? without any ambition, without actually having your <coughs> a professor? heart set P- on professor? any particular object. <laughs> M- may okay. I interject for a moment, <laughs> Professor? I think that's what is yeah, called. Yeah, you, you've already failed. Shopping. So yeah, go no, ahead. Wait, 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 wait. I want to redeem myself. I, I believe okay, the term on. the term that you are looking for is window shopping. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. I don't know if I'll get into the program, but I just wanted to <laughs> let you know. I wanted to drop that knowledge bomb on you. <laughs> I'm still recovering. Give me a minute. Hang on. <laughs> Whoa, he said window shopping. Wow. <laughs> he knows a lot about shopping. <laughs> the the way I view it is you're looking okay, you're looking for something mm-hmm. and I'm going to upset the woke crowd who will say that men and women are the same. It's a social construct and I'm gonna tell you to just fuck right off. Because I think there are real important differences between the sexes. I'm not talking about transgender or any other sexual uh, sexuality that you may uh, be a part of. Uh, I'm talking about just men and women for mm-hmm. this particular example I'm going to give. Mm-hmm. And men yeah. typically yeah. have been portrayed throughout history. And I've seen it firsthand. Mm-hmm. And I've also been that person. Mm-hmm. Is where I... Never liked going out with my mother or my grandmother mm-hmm. to go clothes shopping. Right. Growing oh, up. clothes I shopping. Fucking hated oh, it. Fucking sucks. Yeah. Go on. Sucks. Yeah. And also, uh, just walking around aimlessly. Oh, it's it just mind never made any sense yeah. to me. It's yes. like, what the fuck are we here it's for? It's like a Why? What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I never understood it. And then my dad would want something, mm-hmm. and he'd go out and buy it, right. and then come come home. Uh, yes. That's it. Yes. That was the end of it. There's no other way about it. That He was shopping, mm-hmm. but in terms of the classical sense of shopping, mm-hmm. he didn't fit the bill. Right. To me, shopping was what my mother and grandmother did. Uh. And they would just go out and spend the whole day and come back with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, what the fuck? What was the point? And my dad would go out and he'd get exactly what he wanted. Mm-hmm. No yeah. ums and ahs about it. Yeah. You go out and get it. Exactly. And there's an evolutionary reason for that. Okay. Are you familiar? Um, hunter, gathering, and there hunters. Hunters and gatherers. Women. Yes, exactly. Oh, no shit, man. Uh, can I join the program, Professor? I think you're... Uh, you know what? <laughs> I think you're eligible. Now. Oh, great. Yeah. So oh, I thought you were an idiot yeah, before, yeah. but now you've, uh, you've proven yourself worthy. Phew. God. Okay, thank you. That's a close one. Because, uh, yeah, traditionally, women would uh, forage, they would browse, they would go out, um, browse, I'm using a, a <laughs> modern contemporary term, but they would browse, uh, browse uh, berries. different foliage and for berries yeah, and yeah. fruit, and they would spend the whole day checking fruit, and they'd throw a lot of it away because it was fucking either rotten or um, wasn't uh, edible, yeah. but they would 
chick. They would spend the whole day checking. Whereas what men would do yeah. is they'd fucking bring down a uh, like game. They would bring down like uh, an animal, and they would go out and they wouldn't fuck around uh, while once they had taken down an animal yeah. because once you if you'd spend any more time milling about, you would uh, you could actually invite other predators right. so you want to get back to your cave as quickly as possible so that's why men were always destined to have like this mono mono folk like just mono task mono singular focus mm-hmm. of just going out leaving the den yep. getting the fucking getting your food and then coming back as quickly as possible to also to prevent the meat from spoiling which which is why men typically are efficient when going out. Right. And also that's why men get fucking angry and upset when you're staying out when there's no real goal or purpose for the shopping expedition. Well, I, I think that I have an example for for this type of perspective, Professor. And I hope okay. that... Yeah, so please listen to my example and you can judge whether or not this supports your main thesis. Okay. Okay. So let's try it. Okay. So this is uh, m- a slight anthropological look at my wife and I shopping at the supermarket. Okay. So now, one of the first things I did say when I was thinking about this is if I were to food shop by myself, I could bang it out in half the time. There's no question about it. I've gone shopping by myself and I just finish shit real quickly. But when. But my wife controls this time and she she shops in tiny concentric circles like when she she circles things and they get and sometimes they're small and then they get bigger and bigger and bigger. And oh, you mean the circles represent like physical space, yeah, physical movement, like territory. Yeah, territory. And she goes starts mm. small and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and that she keeps wrapping back. To, to some beginning parts. So it's it's mind-boggling. And like, you know, we'll pick up the carrots and put it in the basket and then we'll move on. And then she'll see other carrots and she's go, oh. And then, like what? It's like, can we just keep these carrots? No, no, these ones are cheaper, but these ones look better. Okay, never mind. Okay, so then I got to circle back and get the carrots back there. And I, I find the whole experience so tedious and basically my experience is that i'm i usually stand about three steps behind my wife pushing the shopping cart and in a busy area i am basically just looking for a spot to stop and be out of the way of other patrons in the shop and waiting for my wife to figure out which concentric circle she has to get out of before we can move to the next department and basically i always feel this this incredible relief when we get out of the one section and we're into the new one. And I, 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 sometimes I, I, I just don't know what my wife is thinking, but I'm so afraid to ask any questions because I don't want to prolong the experience anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, and also I'm afraid that she's going to ask me questions and that I have mm. no answers to. And I, I just, I don't want to be in that situation. The only time that I was really good at, at this kind of thing was, or I don't know if that I kind of enjoyed myself shopping was at this supermarket in Saitama called Rogers. 
and they had i don't know i don't know if you have this have you ever heard this sakana song have you ever heard the song when you you go into the fish area of the supermarket some supermarkets have a song sing it for me okay it's sakana 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 o taberu to i've heard that before atama, yeah, atama. yeah 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 so i yeah, made my I wife teach me it and she got really annoyed and slightly <laughs> embarrassed because i was singing this song <laughs> basically i just love the the last part which is sakana wa bokura wo matteru den 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 is like the fish are waiting for us to eat them it's like that's fucking awesome you know but you know, but that's like my favorite part of shopping but everything else is kind of like oh <laughs> so I think that kind of supports it. And I've talked to actually Japanese guys, Japanese men, and they, they feel kind of similar feeling. Like they're just pushing carts behind their wives. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you could take that example and just uh, uh, expand it to most of the male species around the developed world. <laughs> I don't think it's a particularly Japanese phenomenon. <laughs> It's not Japanese specific because you know the. I I've. I find that, shopping has. Let's get back to the original question. Was okay, like shopping? Yeah. You like shopping? You chose this topic because you like shopping. I, so I, in I, terms I, wait, of wait, defining, wait, wait, hold on a second. I just yeah. gave you an example of an experience where I find it. My that's number. why. That's why I'm going back to define the terminology. Uh huh. Okay, go ahead. Sir. Terminology. Sorry, sir. I'm sorry, terminology. Professor. I, I keep disrespecting your space. I'm You're sorry. never getting into this program, no, God Jerry, damn it. as much as you want. You're never getting Fuck. in. Sorry. You don't even fucking listen to me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> God. <laughs> sorry. The terminology. Ugh. We've got to define the terminology. So shopping mm-hmm. to you. You're talking about shopping in the supermarket with mm-hmm. your wife. Right. But you chose this topic because the type of shopping that you do uh-huh. is you have an object in mind which mm-hmm. you buy. Uh-huh. And you buy that object, and it's a gratifying experience. And because you've done a lot of research as well, you're talking mm-hmm. maybe about your Garmin watches. You're right. talking about electronics. Most guys love gadgetry, love yes. Yes. fucking computers or cars or yeah. tools mm-hmm. or things that you can use that are, you know that are practical. Even video games serve a right. fucking purpose. Right. Entertainment. Yeah. And you and people love uh, guys love specs love talking about specs you like talking mm-hmm. about speeds and computers or with your car yeah. and and you buy magazines about it or you go online and and the research is uh, a part of the process of uh feeling like uh you're feeling uh you got like you you've got some... endorphins yeah, endorphins yeah, yeah. and adrenaline you got an adrenaline rush you're like yes right. yes okay this looks good okay let me read this uh review actually you know what i'm gonna read this other review i'm gonna spend an hour <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. reading reviews yeah, reading this. reviews you know yeah. what that's not enough i'm gonna spend the whole day i'm gonna read and <clears throat> then once you've decided the fucking process is so quick right you just yeah. go oh, online yeah. or you go or you go to a department store and you buy it and yeah. that's it mm-hmm. and you buy it you go you take it home just mm-hmm. like meat that you've just fucking taken down mm-hmm. and then you've you've worked for it. You mm. put in the hard work right. and you bring it home and now you've got something which you are so relieved to finally mm-hmm. have in your hands. Right. Uh, and it could it could be an experience as well. I don't know, but uh, but I think most men have that idea of shopping. Mm. Most men think of shopping in in 
that's why I wanted to define the terminology of shopping mm-hmm. at the beginning. So when you told me you want to do shopping, that's what I was thinking of. I was thinking, okay. okay, so you're thinking like in these terms of finding something and then buying it that you've mm-hmm. you've been wanting to have, right. which is like your Garmin watches. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, you know, it's interesting that you, you mentioned like these types of things. I think any anything that can help me get somewhere, I like researching about. So like footwear, like running shoes it will help me go somewhere. Automobiles will help me go somewhere. Camping will help me survive somewhere. <laughs> like anything that helps me go out and will be, I can rely on to, to help me out. Even like food products that are for like long distance running like protein bars and shit like that. It's like at the 90 minute mark, I can woof this down and give me enough energy to keep going like that kind of shit. Uh, that, that's all, that's all in my wheelhouse. Cars. That's yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Cars. No, uh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're explaining, you're, you're making my point. Yeah. Cars, man. It's all about gas mileage. I don't care about anything else. Gas mileage. That's mm. it. I don't know what it's called in New Zealand. What is that? Get you know you have kilometers, kilometers and gasoline, like the gas mm. efficiency, petrol efficiency of a car. Oh uh, no, no. I think we've, I, th- I think we've used the same. Oh we really? Use you use mileage? Yeah. Okay. Even though we're using kilometers. Yeah. But it's just the term we use because uh, it was incorporated from the states. Right. Many cars. We've. Uh, and I'm um, I want to make it clear that I am not a car fanatic. Mm-hmm. I never grew no, up no. liking, or well, not liking or disliking. Just had mm-hmm. no interest yeah. in cars. I, I always like cars to get me places, but I didn't really care about like fancy ones. But I, I really like uh, the the whole, you know, it's just gas mileage. Fuck yeah, that's why I buy my car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See those and numbers, yeah. And I, I I don't want to be so um, uh, reductionist to say that men love things and women maybe love people and relationships, um, and that men shouldn't aren't browsers because I do I do have uh, some male friends who do like to go out and explore, uh, but uh, I think it's a Maybe a false equivalency as well to compare shopping in those terms because at the end of the day, men, I think, do spend a lot of money in certain areas in in the economy, like sports, comics, manga, video games. Records. Cars, records, whatever. Yeah, Yeah. once we find our thing, Mm -hmm. we'll spend most of our fucking money on those things. Right, right. And, um, And you could say, and I know that uh, reading uh, business publications and journals and stats, statistics on mm-hmm. who is actually spending the most in the economy, you actually find that women are always spending more. Mm-hmm. They make the most online purchases. They account for, I think it was six out of every $10 spent online. Oh, okay. Uh, ro- uh, apparel, accessories, I think it's over 70-something percent mm. women. Right. Women rule the roost there. 
and I think Thank it goes back to it, like what you're saying about the colors as well, mm. getting seeing a full spectrum, and they they basically prop up the fashion industry. Right. So that's how I wanted to approach mm-hmm. shopping. Uh, was just through that lens, but we are in Japan, so right. I want to be mindful of the fact that. Uh, we're uh, talking about shopping through being foreigners in Japan. And, yeah. Uh, do we have any unique takes on okay. shopping in Japan? All right. So uh, recently, uh, this is this is related to shopping in the fact that I bought a computer recently, a Windows computer, HP, and I bought it on a Japanese website. <clears throat> and HP does not. And I'm just going to go down this rabbit hole of what it's like to buy a computer and get aftercare support with this company in Japan. So this is kind of unique in the sense that I'm a foreigner in Japan buying a computer and I have to use all Japanese website and customer service. So when I, when <laughs> I, think, I think you can say that pretty much I guess HP now, Hewlett Packard, is famous for having terrible customer service. But I'm going to explain the depths with which this company is terrible. And this is usually we think of customer service in Japan as being really good and the shopping experience as being very good. But when it comes to buying computers direct from these websites, it can be a bit of a, a strange experience. So remember last week how I had a fucking problem with my computer? I, like I, it was upside down. The the video camera mm. was upside down. Yeah. Yeah. So I I had to figure out how to get it fixed because it's a two in one computer. So you can put it up, a, a prop it up, or turn it into a tablet or have it in regular PC mode. And I somehow made it go into PC mode, but I couldn't get it to switch back and forth. So I had to call this company, right? So here's step number one. If you want to call customer support for a company, what would you do? How would you find the phone number? Uh, Would it be on the manual? It's not on the manual. So then if it's not in the manual, where would you go? Online. Okay, you go online. Now... When I went online to the HP website, I go to the oh, this bottom. This is all in Japanese. This is all in Japanese. Right. So I go to the bottom of the website, and it has, this is the phone number for before you buy the computer, if you have questions about buy, buying it or if you want to purchase it. Then there's a link that says, for after purchases and customer care, press on this link. When you press on the link, it goes to an error page. So... There's there's no connection on the website to aftercare. So then I went into Google and I I googled HP customer care support. The first link mm. uh took me to another error page. Then I went down to a second link and then the third the third thing that came up brought me to a page with a phone number on it. Okay. So I call this phone number and the person, I go into my spiel about my problem, and then the person says, oh, I can't help you with that. You have to call this phone number. So then they tell me another phone number, but they don't connect me to the people. They tell me I have to call again. So then I have a second phone number that I call. All right, so I call these people, and I get through, and I explain my problem. This person 
excuse me, says, all right, give me your phone number. So I give them my, my phone number. We're going to have someone call you to help you. I'm like, really? So at this point, I'm like, are they really going to call me? <laughs> like, I don't know what's going to happen. So I, I hang up the phone hoping. So an hour later, someone calls me. The person who calls me is Chinese. So now I'm having a conversation with a Chinese person in Japanese. How did you know they were Chinese? Because of the accent. Mm, okay. So instead of Yoroshiku onagaishimasu, it would be Yoroshiku onagaishimasu. Like you could hear like the tone going up. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then also my, my phone was kind of loud. I didn't notice it at first, but then I started to pick up on it. My wife was sitting across from me and my phone was so loud that she could actually hear the conversation. And she was like, that, that, you know, she's put me in a hold and stuff like that. And just Chinese. So I, I was like, okay. And the problems that you have with this is then you start having problems with accent like the accents that both both of you have. And like she's saying, tate, tate, like tate naoshite. And it's like, pick it up and turn it on its side. And I couldn't quite hear the, her saying the words. And then my wife says, she's, she's saying, pick up your, your computer and turn it. I was like, oh, okay, that's what she's saying. So it was one of the most interesting conversations I've had because we rarely talk about foreigners speaking to each other in Japanese and mm. that I think that was a, a, a completely uniquely Japanese experience we usually think of oh different foreigners speaking English together and that's how they people can communicate but there's also like this weird world in which if you buy a computer in Japan the customer service people are highly likely going to be Chinese outsourced did you try Chinese. speaking to her in English I asked I asked, can we speak mm. in, in English? Like 45 minutes into the conversation. And I was like, and she's like, uh, I, I can only speak a little. I'm like, okay, it's fine. If you can't speak, then we'll, we'll just continue in Japanese. And she started to, but I could tell that she was, she knew that after a while I was getting tired <laughs> because mm. I was like really struggling through this conversation. And she, I could tell that she was, you know, had kind of like a little bit of, uh, uh, what do you call it? Compassion for me as we are speaking. So uh, she was being a little bit kinder to me than other people might be. And I got through it and I, w I was able to fix my situation. But if you are someone who wants to come to Japan and buy a computer, keep in mind that there are only certain companies that will have all English support. One of which, uh, George has a, a Mac. So of course, Mac has their... Uh, English. Dell has English support. But for a Japanese person, my wife bought a Dell the other day, and it, the support for Japanese people it, are Chinese workers. So that's something that's changed, I that's guess, changed uh, over really the years. Yeah, it's like the outsource. I don't know if it's outsourced to China or if it's Chinese people in Japan helping with. And these people have learned Japanese. Oh, no, no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be in Japan. Yeah. They'd be overseas. It's really interesting, though. But so some of the problems that you'll have is that, like, with my wife, she tried to get a discount, one type of discount, which would have been 25% off. But they're already holding another 22% off discount 
right? And so she said, can I get this one and this one? And the person said, yes. But the, the Chinese staff didn't quite understand what my wife was asking because if she said yes, that would mean 45% off. But what the Chinese person thought she had said is that she would get the bigger discount. In the end, she didn't get the bigger discount. I know I'm just going off on a little rant here, but it, it's this whole experience, the, the experience of customer support over the phone is is uh, undergoing some big changes. And we, we've experienced, we've heard this outsourcing concept overseas in America, but it's also happening in Japan. So that's just right. one little uh, experience that I've had over the past week. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, like you, you said, I, I only use Apple and I'm sure there are listeners who probably fall into <laughs> one of two camps. Uh, you're either in the Apple ecosystem or you're not. And right. uh, unfortunately, Jerry's in the latter. I, uh, he's <laughs> he's not, not using Apple technology because he's had one bad experience and now yeah. Uh, yeah, he's out. And yeah, now I'm he's out. paying I'm the done. price. I'm not, <laughs> what are you doing here? I knew you would do this. It's funny because you say, you oh, this. it's just so expensive. But I think about all the time I save through, I think the best, I, in fact, I think there are oh, industry a, reports are you, are you to saying, say that the post-sale, post <laughs> Apple has the best customer satisfaction out of any technology vendor. So, no, and that's, okay. just, that's just facts. That's facts. Specs, and so specs. I'd rather spend more money to avoid these shitty encounters with these sh uh, nothing against Chinese people but I'm saying uh, you never have that problem with Apple yeah in 200, Japan, you get if you're you Japanese spend. you get Japanese like native Japanese who will, who will help you and with me when I'm speaking English they'll put me through to someone who speaks English fluently and I have My no budget. problems budget no problems budget budget yeah but you're paying for it in time I don't and have also 220 the rigmarole the, the, the amount of frustration you get from Dude, using uh, these other products. 227,000 <laughs> yen is the base price for the specs I was looking for in the Mac world. That's not the same. 80, 80, you talk about specs, 000, but it's not the same. It you is, look at specs on paper, it's not the same. It is the same for what I want to get. What I want my computer to do. Eight gigabytes. You've of, been brainwashed by the Microsoft been and PC crowd I, saying that you want this, but actually, it's not really what you want. It's you oh, I want to spend two hundred twenty-seven thousand yen on a computer. <laughs> it's going to last me five years. It's two and a half times more expensive than the computer that I got. And the computer that I two hundred twenty-seven thousand. Two hundred twenty-seven thousand yen is how much a fifteen-inch Mac book whatever the fuck it is cost with 500 gigabytes of ram ssd storage oh you're talking about storage yeah 512 gigabytes of ssd oh, storage, storage eight gigabytes yeah. of ram 15.6 inch what or 15 or 16 inch screen is 227,000 yen mm, a brand new Hewlett i have to, Packard, I have to double check but yeah that's what it says it could on be the it could be mac could be store. true it could be true. I checked. And this computer <laughs> that I have in front of me is 88,000 yen. That is two and a half times less expensive. And it can fold into two different, four, three different formats, form factors. It works yeah, fast. Which, <laughs> yeah, and okay. now you can, okay, I know you're going to needle me, but... 
the the fact is that I had an, I had an experience to talk about on the podcast about the Japanese experience of purchasing Windows computers <laughs> in Japan. Now I'm saying, if, why bother? It's, why bother? The, the whole experience. You could just uh, avoid it by and you. I was telling Three you about the new MacBooks that were released um, late last year. There are new MacBooks which are they've got new chips, new chips in them, Ooh. which have blown away anything else. Uh, I don't from need the anything to blow world. me away. I don't need anything <laughs> to blow me away. I just need a computer in my budget. Two hundred twenty-seven thousand yen is way beyond anything if I will pay. Only, if you'd only spent like uh, another. Say twenty thousand yen. So you spent eighty thousand, eighty-eight thousand for a tiny little MacBook with two hundred gigabytes. You would have got like a thirteen-inch MacBook, which is going to serve you well for five to seven years, which is is going to be as fast as you want. It's not going to have the same form factors, but then the form factors aren't even properly supported in the software. I'm talking about my hands. Look at my hands. I want a screen that I can hold up three different things on. That's not crammed in. I want to be able to type on a bigger form factor keyboard with a a number pad on the side. These are the things that oh, I'm looking okay. for. Oh, yeah, I so see. I see. I, okay. I need something. Yeah, so I guess space. in that case, app, yeah, you're not going to find it in the Apple ecosystem. It's, it's if, that's ex- if that's what you want. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be like... But all- you can get like a third party keyboard though. Yeah, so, so I'm spending more it. money for a third-party keyboard. <laughs> then, okay, here's my other rant. If you want to talk about, you're going to shit on Windows for a second. SD card. Oh, you have an SD card? Oh, you have to buy an adapter. Oh, you want a USB? You'll have to buy another adapter. Oh, you, oh no, you have light. No, oh, there's a lightning thunderbolt or whatever the fuck they have to make the computer run all smooth. <laughs> you have to buy fucking adapters, which I will lose and I don't know where they are. And if I like photography, you have to add all this stupid shit. Also, I've already <laughs> bought Illustrator and Lightroom for Windows. So that means I would have to buy fucking shit. And it would have to be in a subscription service because the fucking Adobe people are fucking everybody over by putting it all in the subscription system. So you can't even buy hardware, software that you can own. You have to pay for it all the time. And luckily I got in before they did this shit. So on top of paying 227,000 yen, I would have to buy adapters plus the software that I want for the Mac world. I would have to spend 400,000 yen for this stupid shit. All right, you're making, you're making a good point. But but I'm saying that if you were in the Apple ecosystem, you wouldn't, have to, you wouldn't even have that story to begin with. That's my point. You wouldn't even I have, know. You wouldn't I, that, have this story. You wouldn't be talking about this Chinese person not being able to speak Japanese properly in I knew, and service. I knew you would say that. That would never yep. happen. I knew you would say world. that. I knew you would say that. So, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling you that this is the experience. Right. And so... I'm sorry for you. Yeah. It, but I, I'm, you don't have to feel sorry for me because it's interesting. I'm telling you a story, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. So your shopping experience—you you brought up a recent shopping experience that you've had yeah. with a computer that is very important to mm-hmm. your life, right? And the aftercare service is not exactly what you had in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you would say that this is unique to Japan because they have outsourced a lot of the customer care to China. Uh. Well, I. Th- 
I don't know if I, I'm saying it's another example of how their their outsourcing exists around the world, but I think it's kind of new for Japan this type of this kind of system where uh, the outsourcing is going to China.、Um, I think for the most part, Japanese. I think Japanese have high standards for customer、yes. care, customer service. Yeah, I would think so. But but these American computer companies are do this is what they're doing, and it sounds like H Hewlett Packard people. They're like you can hear. I could hear customer when I was calling customer service、uh, in Japan. I could hear trains going by, like that's how. The, like the offices must be ramshackled because they're like yeah yeah、It's、I, I don't think you would normally yeah somewhere like really close to a train a train track and you there's no、uh, what do you call it padding in the in the walls insulation to block sound out and all that kind of stuff. Well, maybe they just got their laptop out in a cafe or a bar. It could maybe be. they're just <laughs> <laughs> mobile. No Out, outdoor outdoor cafe <laughs> near a train track. I was like, "Oh shit! I've got a fucking got a customer service、uh, line. Let me just stop here, right near the train tracks." Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. What's the problem, sir? How can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> so, what about you? What are your experiences in Japan? I've always not, and I'm sorry, not always, but the majority of the time, I found the shopping experience pleasant. It's been efficient. I think I told you. Once, when I went back to New Zealand,、mm-hmm. how frustrating it was going through just like a convenience store, right? Like a checkout line, right? How right. slow and belaboured it was, <laughs> and how there was just no, no coming from Japan. And this is what people I think need to know when you come to Japan. It's just it's it's fucking efficient, right? In most in most situations, you go in and they don't fuck about. What do you want? Great, and they're smiling. Well, not all the time, but but they're usually very welcoming. Or motenashi, or motenashi is the term they use to win the Olympics, right? And、uh, or motenashi, what does or motenashi mean? It just means.、Uh, oh my god, I'm I'm blanking. Sorry, I'm blanking. Okay, all right. So there's a term that Japanese use, hospitality. hospitality. So yeah, you, yeah. you use you use this term. To signify the pride Japanese have for the service that they give to guests, customers, in any situation where there is a exchange of money, and the money is handed, it's not usually handled from one hand to another. It is placed on a tray to remove the. Direct exchange of money.、Hmm. It's even it's it's considered, I guess, rude. I I don't know the historical underpinnings of why they do it, but it's not、right. considered polite to hand over money directly. Maybe because they consider it dirty. I don't know. But you put、right. it down on a tray, and the tray is what、uh, separates the cashier from the customer.、Right. You put the money down, and they make the experience as. Quick, painless, and as satisfic- satisfactory as they can. As, as、mm. they want to,、um, yeah, basically remove all friction from the、uh, shopping experience. And I remember going into department stores shopping for a jacket and suit. And I think 
it's not unique to Japan because I'm sure if you go to any other store around the world, uh, department store, I think you can find a similar level of service mm. where they want to make the deal. The incentives are money. I want you to buy buy something. Buy it. Uh, buy whatever we're selling. It's just retail. So it's difficult for me to extract or uh, to take what is Japanese out of the actual, like, well, c- capitalism. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how to separate that. Right. Uh, right. But I, but I do, I do know that I think if you were to compare the shopping experience from most Western countries versus here in Japan, I think on average, I think you can say that most most Japanese do take more pride in their work. Right. Oh, I definitely think so. I would. Uh, I, I could make that argument just through my experiences shopping here. Hmm. I think that there, there is a, a sense that you, you have a, a pride of place. So I, I get the sense in America that people are always looking for the next best thing. They always think they're better. It's like a stepping stone to something yeah, yeah. bigger. I'm going to work here in this department store, but I've got my sights on a manager position, or right. or maybe I'm I'm just this is a this is a stopgap. Yeah, I'm better than this job. Yeah, yeah, and it's I, beneath I, I, me. I think I had that attitude in my 20s when I worked in America. And it, it, when I look back at it, I think, wow, that's really, that's really bad. I think that's a bad trait. That, you know, if you work in a place that you don't, you don't like it to the point where you are going to demean it. And even it, I think you, you should really have some level of pride in what you do uh, but i think at certain times it, it can be a problem because maybe the higher level you know management is putting you in a position to make you feel shitty and so mm. that you know there's that type of problem but maybe in in japan people have more more down to earth view of of what a job is and how they should take care of things in that job Right. I think it's just a roundabout way of what you already said. A convoluted way of what you already said. But um Well that's why I'm the professor and you're Yeah, the that's student. why you're a professor. That's why I'm still <laughs> trying to get into your class. And I'm sorry that I kept yelling at you about Mac. I should just listen to the professor and buy the Mac. <laughs> oh, that's Jesus right. You're Christ, never yeah. getting into this program. Yeah, I know. I need a Mac. <laughs> we all use Macs here. We're not, we don't accept fucking Windows idiots. <laughs> well, you know, but the thing is, is like this in, in the mornings when I collect uh, the phones in the morning, We at our school we have a policy to collect all the smartphones uh, before the day starts and we put them in a locker in the teacher's room. Uh, every single phone is an iPhone. Yeah, you know, I think it was, I forgot, I'm trying to remember what year Apple became one of the biggest selling smartphones in Japan. It could have been five, six years ago, Mm -hmm. but I started noticing on the trains Mm -hmm. uh, more, you know, just started to see iPhones everywhere. And I thought, wow, this is... This is amazing. I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going on, but Japanese really gravitated towards. Uh, and I know you would probably just say the marketing, <laughs> but I, but I, I don't think. Well, they probably appreciate the the quality, the overall um, ecosystem or walled right. garden. 
Um, mm-hmm. There's just just you, you, you've got software, you've got hardware, you've got everything, you've got services, you've got uh, customer support, you've actually got retail stores dedicated mm-hmm. to the product. So I think uh, Japanese gravitated towards it, but I don't but, know the real mm-hmm. reason. Uh, I, I it's interesting. I mean, we could pontificate. Um, sorry, Professor, I'm using these highfalutin words, and I probably shouldn't because I haven't entered the program yet. But, you know, there, we could go on and on about, you know, the, the stereotypes about Chinese, oh, Chinese, uh, Japanese people, which is the oh, group think. Yeah, yeah. God, <laughs> I really don't deserve to get into this program at all. We don't Jesus accept racist or window uh, users. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, in that does, order, what, does it help that I, uh, when I was uh, twenty, I, I bought a a uh, one of the old iPod, not an iPod. It was oh, this is back in the early nineties. Macintosh. I bought a oh, used wow. Macintosh mm. for like twenty bucks. Does that okay. help? Uh, I I don't know. In the nineties, that Apple was actually making good quality stuff. Were they? Um, oh, does that matter? I mean, it, does it matter if you're making <laughs> quality stuff or not? It does. It does matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, my my wife had one of the big old uh, colorful iMacs. Oh, okay. A- and then also, we our first computer we bought together was an iBook Four. Hmm. Uh, so I don't okay. know if that helps my credentials. Is that a credential to have all those things? No, oh, it's it's going towards building a case. Okay, yeah, you're building a little bit of uh, legitimacy, mm-hmm. a little bit of you got a little bit of uh, taste yeah. that you had that you've lost, but uh, hopefully uh, you can regain a little bit of taste. Now I have no idea what I was talking about. Uh, just going down this <laughs> stupid rabbit hole about. Computers I love that I, I love how we we <laughs> spent like a lot of the podcasts was arguing like fucking two fanboys trying <laughs> like Mac versus Windows. Jesus fucking Christ! The argument is dead at this point. Like. It's I don't like care anymore. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, fine. Um, so uh, there's something I can I can I sneak in something else here? Uh, maybe if we we think about what else we, we I can't. I, I've just there's something I wanted to talk about, which was the the difference between department stores and something called shotengai. Okay. You know, yeah. 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 Shotengai. Yeah. Yeah. These these are like outdoor. Explain shorten guy to the audience. It, it's a these are outdoor shopping streets, and mm, mm. usually they're they're near stations, uh, yeah. and they're kind of like an old style way of shopping. Oftentimes they have very high roofs. They they right. almost might be considered like I was looking online. They might in Italy they might be called like a galleria, mm, mm. and um. The, these places are, I find them very relaxing to walk through, although they have experienced kind of a lot of, of uh, economic doubt, hardship because of the bigger department stores and and the changing views of, uh, of shopping because now most people, most Japanese families have a car and m- many of these walking street areas don't have parking nearby and if they do it's expensive and short periods of time so they'd rather go families would rather go to a place like eon or Dae, where there's huge parking lots to park your car in, and then you can do a one-stop shopping but the shoten guy if you go to a live one it's very nice atmosphere and one of the really good pe- perks about it is that they there's no cars 
cars are prohibited on these and mostly cars are prohibited so you can actually relax a little bit more and um, going down into a little bit of the history of it back in the 60s there was a japan had a governor named minobe and he ran on the socialist communist ticket and he is responsible for many of the shotengai and the, the rules right? about yeah and the rules oh, I had no idea yeah it's kind of something i read a few years ago about him and i i I researched him again just uh, for this podcast or oh, for the what, class. I mean, sorry. What was his reasoning? Um, I, it didn't really go into his reasoning, but I, I think he was just trying to promote uh, more something that's called pedestrianization, uh, a, word, a term with the word pedestrian in it. So basically meaning a place where you can walk around, relax. Create and a thoroughfare. Yeah. So it's it's uh, just for people and not for any motorized vehicles. It could be that there were, it could have been like at that time a cacophony of different types of vehicle types. You know, like right. you think about Thailand, like the tuk-tuk. I've seen, I've walked through old Japanese neighborhoods and sometimes I'll see like a tuk-tuk looking truck. And um, it's like, oh, maybe in Japan a long time ago, there was just craziness with motorbikes and tuk-tuks and delivery trucks so people needed a quiet place but by the mid-70s it was really like the automobile culture really started to catch on so that's when you know you had these bigger family-oriented department stores not like isetan which is like the high scale shit that no one can buy really it's too expensive but like the places like eon and Daie where you might have a little clothing shop, but it, you know, there's a supermarket and stuff like that. And uh, that kind of killed it. And some places, like near near my house, there's a Shotengai, and it's it's basically a sh- what they call a shutter town. Have you heard this term mm. before, shutter town? No. It's basically, you know, how like uh, in the, uh, when a company closes at the end of the night, they shutter, they pull down the shutter in front of their, okay. yeah, the thing. So... This means shutter town means that there no none of the shutters are being opened, none of the shops are being opened throughout the day. Mm. They basically close down, and um, but I've heard some very kind of obstinate thinking about it. Basically, a lot of these places, a lot of these small mom and pop shops, don't want new blood in these areas because they feel they'll be pushed out. So that leads to a vicious cycle of economic downturn. And so they're pretty much shooting themselves in the foot. But basically, they just want to survive until they die and then, you know, be off with it. And But that leaves that walking street kind of depressed looking and quiet. And I asked my wife about it. And it's like, yeah, when she was a teenager, there was a few Shotengai in her neighborhood. And it was considered kind of dark and dirty and maybe a little bit crime ridden at night. So you don't even, yeah. when she walks through it, she'd kind of not walk so much as kind of do a, a quick brisk run through it to get out of it. Because it felt it's unsafe. Yeah, yeah. So that's my little spiel. But what what do you think about those those kinds of things? Children guys, uh, they're yeah everywhere around uh, most train stations. You're right. Uh, even one near me, uh, there's a shortened guy, which is uh, uh, has drugstores, uh, has little restaurants, little bars. I actually um, there's a place called Kitchy Georgie which I used to drink at a lot when I was living near there in uh, Ogikubo. And 
I know these words maybe to some listeners they have no <laughs> idea what the fuck I'm saying but right. Kitchi Georgie is a really great spot um, it used to be one of the most prized sort of real estate areas in Tokyo people wanted to live there it was a really upmarket residential area lovely mm-hmm. park but they had a lot of uh, sort of areas like that where you could go and have a drink outside sit outside in this uh yeah, in these kind of areas with with uh, op- in an open environment with a, r- a large lot of you know, roof um, at at a height right yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. at a really vast height um, right. which is really great. Yeah, I loved it. I love drinking outside, right. and in these places, that's why I gravitated towards them, uh, particularly when it was raining. Uh, mm. It was just a great uh, great experience, and also meet people walking by shopping. Yeah. Um, just watch, you know, people watch. I enjoy just watching people walk uh, by. Yeah, I think those... It's a communal the, kind of experience. Yeah. It makes it kind of feel... It's such a relaxing kind of area to be in. Um, it's kind of... I, I the One of the things that I, I started talking to my wife about this and was wondering, it's like in the suburban areas, a place like Omiya where if you go out from the station about 20 or 30 minutes, the Omiya is a suburban station of Tokyo. And if you go way out, you can get into some bed, what are called bedroom communities. They just basically places where people work in Tokyo, but sleep at night in their little house in Saitama. And there's these pla- there's places called like Stellar Town. I don't know if it's a chain, but it's, it's kind of like a shoten guy, a self-contained shoten guy, in the sense that it has kind of a central courtyard walk, and you can kind of walk outside on the first floor and the second floor. It's not a completely enclosed building, so it's kind of giving you that old feel. But there's also a parking garage next to it, so families can get to it easily. And there's also little recreation areas for kids and things like that. So they're trying to kind of create a, a hybrid of a shoten guy and what we consider a department store and right. so th- there's these types of things that happen and sometimes we'll have events where like I- idols will come and perform shit or have magic shows and stuff like that so there's that kind of thing mm. and i think that's very different from like the uh the american strip mall where it's just one line of a strip of shops and then a huge parking lot. What I'm talking about is like kind of, kind of a very enclosed thing, but still outdoors and easy to walk around. And it's not quite a mall because it's not completely enclosed and it's not quite a department store. It's something in between a, a department store and Shoten guy, I would say. Hmm. So that's uh. That's my spiel. I don't know if I'm going to get... Hey, uh, before we go, we, you know, there's... I, I got to mention Book Off and Hard Off and Home Off, these secondhand shops. Mm, yeah. yeah. I love those. I love those places. Get records. And jack and, Off. And jack Off. Jack Off. <laughs> and Fuck Off. Yeah. Yeah. Now all of those... Uh, and Hard On. <laughs> hard On. That's at the start of the experience, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, you, need, you, need, you, need, you, need, you need to walk by a hard on before you can <laughs> get into Jack Off. Yeah, you have, to get, you have to get a hard on before you can go to Jack Off. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, so the yeah, those ridiculous names are uh, quite quite uh, prominent throughout throughout Japan for people who want to buy secondhand stuff. So uh, I mean, I have other things to say, but it looks like we're winding down, and I feel like we've <laughs> talked a lot. I screamed at you for I don't know ten minutes. <laughs> about windows it got quite heated yeah it was, a, it was, a, it was like one of those uh, episodes where uh, it got very very heated and mm. we both have our different camps our respective yeah, yeah. camps right which we belong like tribal groups yes you can yes. say like a democrat versus republican or right, you can right. say uh you know left right or whatever or you know you're for example QAnon, and and me i'm more rational um oh yeah that's yeah things like that yeah, yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> Those caves. No, that's a good yeah, you're, way to you're, put it. You're a flat yeah. earther, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe that the earth is actually round, and you're I believe Descartes, we went to the moon, yeah, and you yeah. don't believe that at all. Yeah. So I think that's a well, great, I great mean, place you know to what, end professor, it. You know what, <laughs> Professor, thank you very much. I hope that I can get into your program and learn about the ways of the Mac world and, and what reality is actually like. Uh, much yeah. like, thank, yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you for your time, Jerry. Uh, yes, well, thank you very much. You can, you can try again next year.